You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Where are your kids right now? Are they playing in the backyard? It's pretty hard these days to get kids outside. I know that sounds ridiculous, but many of us live in apartment blocks. We might live in places where it doesn't feel safe to get our kids outside, even though we know the statistics aren't um, bad on that front. We still feel like we have to be super vigilant and watch our kids all the time. And of course, you might have a balcony, you might have a communal courtyard, you might have your own backyard, or you might have acres and acres of farmland. All all across Australia, our kids have access to different kinds of spaces. But we do know, of course, that outside play is great for a kid's health and yours too. Both Planet Ark's National Tree Day and School's Tree Day are at the end of this month. So joining us to talk about outdoor-based learning, which includes trees, is Dr. Amanda Lloyd. She's the educational consultant for Outdoor Connections, which is basically a business that teaches educators nature play and also has retreats where kids can come and get dirty, I guess. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Very well, thank you. Oh, before we were talk, we, before we came on air, we were talking about um, basically how Orwellian it feels that we're talking about how great outdoor play is for kids. Have we lost something in this last? I don't know how long, two decades, yeah. that it's so normal and natural for kids to play outside. Yeah, there's definitely a disconnect from the outdoors. Whether that's because of where we live or the time we live in, I can't say. But we definitely aren't accessing the outdoors like we used to. And so National um, Planet Arc's National Tree Day and Schools Tree Day, is this, I mean, I think of those words and I think it's just about planting trees. Yeah. What's it actually about and how do kids get involved with it? So there's heaps of theories written about how children connect with nature and how they learn to love the world. And most of them start with them being connected to it. So if they're planting a tree... They're feeling empowered and they're, they've got ownership over a space and they'll learn to care and love for that space over time. So Planet Ark has really gone about empowering communities by implementing that tree day. So in the stuff that you do when kids come to yours, um, sure. I'm really interested in this story where you said you had kids for quite a long period of time, mm. but it took them several weeks before they yeah. got to the point where you were like, oh, that's what it is to be a kid. Can you tell us that story? Yeah, I was just saying before, we, um, I've been working with a group of children over a period of 10 weeks. And when we first went outside to build shelters, they, they really had no idea about how to put the ropes together or how to lay the sheet over the tree. And they were quite daunted by all the different things they were touching. And they'd stay away from each other and be really very quiet and soft, which is unusual for this bunch of kids. And after they grew with their confidence and their skills to to put up ropes and tarps, they would become so loud and then they started making forts. And something in me went, ah, that was me as a kid. But it didn't take me an explicit 10-week teaching period to learn (laughs) how to be a kid. How to get messy. So um, we might look at children outside and, as you say, they're picking up sticks and they're bashing trees and they're building forts, and that might just look like they're having fun. But there are more layers to it than that, aren't there? What's actually happening? Look, when they're outside playing, we find that the children are the quite shy inside, can go outside and be loud and be the leader and take on responsibility. So they're learning those set of skills outside. They're learning teamwork with each other that you don't get from being inside watching a TV or listening to a teacher speak. They're having to problem solve amongst themselves, which is always really rewarding to watch. They're learning resilience to cope with 
you know, the shelter falls down. Oh, I have to pick it up. Like they're learning those simple things in for what for them is real life activity. So um, in 2015, outdoor learning was added to the school curriculum, which I think sounds really exciting. But what I want to know is, is it national and are all schools doing it? I mean, do they have to do it? Yeah, that's a really tricky question that's hard to answer. Across Australia, outdoor learning is incredibly ad hoc. One teacher in one school might go outside every week and then a school down the road won't go out at all. It is it is mandatory in the curriculum, but only certain states through Australia have picked up on it. New South Wales isn't one of those at the moment. We're hoping it will take that on on their border studies and their NISA accreditation um, curriculum modules. It's it's difficult for teachers to put it in place in schools, and it's not because they don't want to. Teachers have got so many timetables and weather constraints, all sorts of things stacked up against them. But simply, it's just getting outside and teaching an integrated curriculum and being really flexible within that daily routine of a school. So when you say an integrated curriculum, um, I've heard that this kind of play can incorporate things like maths and science. I'm assuming that reading doesn't come into it, or does it? Well, funny you should say that. I actually started my outdoor learning journey as a teacher because I was working with a group of kindergarten children who were scared to learn to read. They didn't know how to get things wrong. I went, how am I going to set these children up to take risks that they're happy to take? So I take them outside and learn that it was okay for something not to be perfect. So reading can be taught the skills of reading, but not the explicit instruction of it. Writing can be taught completely outside because all the activities they do outside, they want to write about. And yeah, sure, the spelling needs to be taught in a separate sort of mode, but the enjoyment and the motivation to write is all happening outside. It's interesting you say that because sometimes my daughter, who is in kindy, I I look at her and I think... Why does every? Why do you have to get everything right, and mm. and not? Why do you not want to try it in case you get it wrong? I mean, yeah. and do you see that sort of as a byproduct of just being so controlled yeah. inside? Yeah, everything in schools and at homes is quite orderly. The outside isn't orderly, so it opens up <laughs> a lot of opportunities for kids. So this year's theme for National Tree Day is what does nature mean to you? If we want to sort of embrace Planet Ark's idea in the yeah. National school, uh, school Tree Day. How can we as parents get involved with our kids in sure. that theme? So the Planet Ark Tree Day does have a schools day, but it also has a community day and there's spaces all across Australia to become involved. There's one. Simple things as a family to do are just go outside. You know, go for a walk, eat your dinner outside. Simple things, the simple pleasures, I suppose. Turn off the devices, walk out the door. Oh, so fabulous. Very exciting. I think I'll find the one in my local area. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for your time today. That was Dr. Amanda Lloyd. And if you'd like more information about Planet Ark's National Tree Day, and that includes Schools Tree Day, just head along to our website, kindling.com.au, and we'll pop up some links. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.